The Tiger Daniel Podcast, brought to you by Snow's Furniture. Dustin Lynch, this is 98.5 The Bull. Good morning, Daniel. Try not to have my feelings hurt. I was uh, raving about going to the Chinese foot massage place the other day. You can get uh, its head, hands, feet, and back, and it's $45 for an hour. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying not to get my feelings hurt, and, but then part of me is like, I had to pay somebody $45 to touch me for an hour. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Well, you are single and never married. Yeah, so I don't know how else you'd get that type of affection. Yeah, is that what am I is that what I'm doing craving affection? Well, I'll tell you married people go off and get massages all the time. Yeah. So maybe it's not. Maybe it just you it relaxes you. It's something to uh, treat yourself. Maybe it's not the human touch. How come me and you don't sometimes uh, there's a glass here in the studio. Why don't I go stand outside of the glass and I put my hand on the glass and you also put your hand on the glass? Why do we never do that? Because we see I'm right next to you now. Yeah, but, but touching you would be weird. Yeah, I guess we can't. Actually touching. But if people walked by and saw us having a moment. Daniel started doing this weird thing, and this is so bizarre, but this is probably five years ago now. And he only did it because when Daniel finds out something drives you crazy, he will continue to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the way he is. And every now and then we'd go to lunch and I would pick up the tab, and he started kissing me on the head. <laughs> So Do you yeah, that? yeah, like, that's weird, man. Little, little kiss on the head, like just a little, like peck on the top of the and crown it's of your so head. Gentle. It's so gentle, yeah. Weird, man. <laughs> I need to bring that back. No, 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 I need no, to no, start no, kissing no, everybody. No, no, we're, we're done with that. We're, we're beyond that. We're we don't no. We ain't doing that ever again. I'll do the I'm glass thing all day, but <laughs> it's so weird, man. How about how the uh, Tulsa Police Department had? Pulled over a guy going 147 miles an hour. That's in Tulsa, 147 miles an hour in a 65-mile-an-hour zone. And then uh, one of these smart guys got on and said, here's what that relates to. That's what a 737 takes off at. Um, And that speed is about a football field per second. That is ridiculous, isn't it? Yeah, that's way too fast. And uh, like I said, frankly, I can't imagine an interstate around here that's smooth enough to go that fast. Or all the cars around. I mean, how do you avoid... It's like playing that game Frogger or something. I mean, Mm -hmm. how are you avoiding all that? And uh, what a selfish person. I mean, uh, go out, do it on a racetrack or something, man. But don't put my kid's life in danger. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So they got him. Motorcycle got him, too. A motorcycle got him? Yeah. I didn't know a motorcycle could go that fast. I don't. I guess, like some people were saying, he must have cooperated because otherwise they might not have been able to get him, you know, or whatever. But 147, you don't even get to like just pay that online. You got to go to court for that. But um, TPD stopped somebody going 147 miles an hour yesterday. It's 98.5 The Bull with Ty and Daniel. 98.5 The Bull, Midland tickets free at 7:40. I am Ty, and hello to you, Daniel. Well, Ty. Facebook has yet again hurt my feelings, not with something somebody said or a comment or anything like that. Uh, it's hurt my feelings with the advertisements. You know, sometimes these things, I guess they take a look at you, your pictures, your age and all that, and they start doing personalized ads. And today I just looked at uh, Facebook. Move with confidence and style with an American handcrafted custom cane by Cane Masters. I like a good cane. They try to sell me a cane. They said made with the uh, finest American hardwoods. We ensure both stylish and durable walking canes that you'll be proud of, and uh, you'll carry them for years. Now, do you think 
Look, I've been curious about this, how Facebook does target us pretty good, right? Yeah. And even YouTube and stuff like that. But also on your iPhone, Daniel, and your iWatch, I saw this thing, and I can't even remember what the name of it is, but it, it measures how you're walking. Mm -hmm. Like, not necessarily the steps in between, but is there more weight on your left and right or something like your that? Your gait or something like that, something. they call it. Yeah. Now, are they using that data? And then, like, Facebook finds out about it and says, this guy is a candidate for a cane. I think uh, it's probably a little bit of everything. It might have some of that information. It could have, uh, you know, I, on our Tiger Daniel TikTok not too long ago, we put up that TikTok. It's done pretty well. Uh, going down the slide, the sounds you make when you go down a slide, mm -hmm. I think it might have heard those sounds, saw that video, maybe the video of me falling off your back patio after bedlam. Maybe then they're like, oh, this guy this obviously guy needs, a cane. Yeah. needs a cane. There were two things that happened in your life here recently within the last week or so that kind of might dictate the guy is losing balance, the guy got hurt on a slide, mm -hmm. maybe he, wouldn't that be wild if they're, I guess they are using all that. They are. Uh, they could use so many different things to determine whether or not uh, this guy would be a good uh, candidate to advertise a cane for. Yeah. Just because remember we were talking about going down the slide and all the sounds it was making, that it had to hear all that. So they have so much information on it. If you don't, you know, all your privacy is gone. The only thing you can do now is just throw this thing in the river if you want, this cell phone. <laughs> and that's really the only way you're going to have that's... any privacy at all. But then, guess what? It's going to pick up what you're saying by everybody else's cell phone. Oh, uh, so yeah, you'll still be monitored. Just throw it somewhere. down a well if you don't want people to know. <laughs> have you not had your feelings hurt recently with uh... um, I, I do every now and then. But what I do notice is that if I – I'm just making this up. But if I go to get ice cream with my kid and I post a video of it, I'll start seeing ice cream ads. You know, like, oh, this – this big boy likes a lot of ice cream. We'll, we'll let him know that there's other places he can get ice cream, you know? Mm -hmm. I don't know if that's true, but it feels like it, doesn't it? I wonder if you get on your spouse's, like, Facebook. Like, I wonder if a dude's ever been busted because his wife's looking at his Facebook, and it's just, like, ads for singles and things like that. <laughs> Could be, man. I mean, yeah, I think uh, you're right. We're all being absolutely – I mean, I drove my car to work today, and something somewhere knows the route I took right now, right? Listen, you don't understand. They know everything there is to know about you. They know everything you've said. They know how much is in your bank account. Do they know what I buy? Yes. Oh, my God. You signed up, and you saw you recommended that Mint Mobile or whatever it was, that uh, Mint app that tracks all your spending and everything. Yeah. They know every cent you spend and what, you, what you're doing and where you were when you spent it and how much you have in your checking account and, and all that, and they're basing that to make ads for you. So you're probably getting ads for, like, Lamborghinis and caviar. Meanwhile, they're like, hey, buddy, need a cane? I don't even get the, like, exciting advertisers. I got stuff like denture cream and toupees. They're seeing you buy that stuff. They see it when you go to the toupee store, and they're, they're like, hey. This guy needs a fresh toupee. Like, he needs more. Good morning, guys. Ty and Daniel on 98.5 The Bull. Good morning at 6.52 with Ty and Daniel on 98.5 The Bull. Ty's got his uh, big trip to Europe coming up next week. A once-in-a-lifetime trip. You'll be gone over Thanksgiving, you and your family. Uh, you are not able to take your little dog, your little Shizu dog, Ozzy. Mm -hmm. uh, you're going to board the dog. Will you have some guilt on Thanksgiving that Ozzy's not there with the family? <laughs> and do you? I'll have guilt uh, the moment I drop him off, actually. But always... he does well there, and they let him play. Like, there's some that uh, put them in, like, a little compartment or whatever, and they mostly hang out there. This one's, like, I guess they call it free roam. Mm -hmm. And so they're just hanging out with dogs. And I'd read this thing that really all a dog wants, they like people, but they also love other dogs. And so 
I felt good about that. You know, they got couches and stuff in there, and they just let them run amok. I think I had to spend one Christmas without seeing my dog or something like that, and then I felt so guilty. And I think you were the one that's like, look, man, that dog doesn't know it's Christmas. No, the dog, they don't understand calendars. They, they don't. They may understand gifts and things, but, uh, you know, if they wake up one day, they don't know if it's Christmas or not. Could you tolerate not seeing your dog on his birthday? Yeah, he doesn't know it's his birthday. I know, but you know. I mean, it would hurt a little bit. But I, I'm glad that my dog got into the – Dano has a dog. They won't even let him stay over there. They said he was too humpy. And I'm like, guys, I don't know I, I don't know what to do. Like, I can't – he doesn't understand me when I tell him not to do that. Yeah, they put him through like a test run. Yeah, they said uh, Fenton uh, he got along well with the other dogs, but unfortunately he will not be able to uh, stay here because he's a little humpy. And I was like, my man. I said, what? He's humpy. What does that <laughs> <man>. mean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel I feel awful, man. But well, that's nice though. Your dog gets to go and be uh, like free roam. My dog has to be locked up like Hannibal oh, Lecter. Really? Yeah, oh, with that see, uh, that's tough. With that mask and strap him to a uh, hand truck because he's too amorous. Is this p- pathetic, or will it be okay if I call the place every now and then and just check on my boy? I was that was going to be my second question, and I've had this happen before when you board your dog at one of those places that have webcams. Mm, yeah, I find myself the only thing I'm doing on the whole vacation is just watching that webcam, <laughs> seeing what the, watching my dog be humpy. Yeah, I think I'll call a few times though for sure. But you don't like, know if they have webcams or not. I'm sure they do. No, they do. But uh, I like I don't want to be married to that thing while I'm on my vacation. Oh. I just want to be like yeah, they would call if something's going wrong. I'll call them every now and then though. Don't look at it. Sure. Don't if you ever break the seal on watching your dog on the webcam at the boarding place, you'll that's all you'll do all vacation. So don't even why, do it. So that's why I'm probably gonna try to avoid that. But <laughs> my dog's not humpy. Hmm. He passed the test, I guess. It's 985 the bull with Tig and Daniel. Good morning. That always grandpa's never die. Ninety-eight-five, the bull with Tiger Daniel. Seven forty Midland tickets are uh, free here. Good morning, Daniel. I feel like I'm a pretty good person, Ty, but sometimes I will get to thinking about something, and um, it makes me question my moral character. For example, I've been thinking about what would happen. You know, when you go to a Christmas celebration, and the, what's the what's the game people do with White it, Elephant or Dirty Santa? Something like that. Where you all draw numbers, and the first person gets to choose the gift, and then if you have a larger number or something like that, you get to exchange the gift. Yes. I've watched families do that. They take it pretty seriously sometimes. And you can steal a gift and all that, right? Yeah, and it gets real nasty every now and again. I thought, what if I just went to some, you know, occasion one day and went to one of these Dirty Santa things, White Elephant Christmas, whatever you call it, and I put in an envelope $1,000 and threw that into the mix. You know, I wouldn't say it was for me. I would just throw it up there. It's one of the gifts. Because a lot of times you get like a salt shaker. Yeah. But your cousin, buddy, he's got $1,000 and you might be able to steal that somehow. I mean, I've seen families almost break into a fist fight over like a space heater. <laughs> yeah. So could you imagine $1,000 thrown into that mix? You would only do it to... To ruin Christmas? Well, would it ruin Christmas? Do you think your family could handle a $1,000 Dirty Santa gift? I hope so. I hope we would, like, not um, divide the family apart for generations because we had a bad Dirty Santa. I'm sure that there are some families that if you did this, they Mm. wouldn't speak for a whole year. Also, I got to say, though, um, that when you go to those Dirty Santa parties, there's a lot of cousins you haven't seen in years and Mm -hmm. years and years. And you probably don't care if they're mad at you for stealing. Like, you know, it could, your nuclear family, 
it might tear them apart. But then there's also that cousin that everybody's like, well, we hadn't seen him in eight years. And if he gets a thousand, yeah, I'd, I'd be pretty upset. Yeah. I went to, uh, we had one of the our very first radio job. We worked at a smaller company down in Alabama, Ty. Do you remember this? We had to go to a, uh, a Christmas party for work, and they did Dirty Santa there. But it took five to six hours because <laughs> there was like 70 employees. Yeah, I don't know bad. who in the world thought this would be a good idea to give things away. And it, and it took, it must have took three hours. And at the beginning, everybody was cheering and laughing, and they were like, oh, uh, uh, well, Woody got number two, uh, so Woody, you get to choose another gift or take Richard's gift? And they were like, I'll take Richard's gift. And everybody's like, ah, yeah, yeah, <laughs> Tearing the place apart. And then by, you know, by about 70 people in, that's real boring. Yeah. I'm like, give me my picture frame so I can leave. <laughs> Just let me go. <laughs> that's exactly right. Tyke, when I was your son's age, around eight years old, a, a movie came out that kind of swept the nation, uh, huge in popular culture. It was Ghostbusters. Mm -hmm. So I've always uh, enjoyed the thought of maybe seeing a ghost because when I think of a ghost, I think Slimer. Mm -hmm. You know, something like that. You know who doesn't care for ghosts or ghouls or anything scary? Your son. Mm -hmm. And I just see now uh, that there's a place in Arkansas called the Crescent Hotel and Spa. It's America's most haunted hotel. Do you think he would go spend a, a evening, a weekend with you at the America's Most Haunted Hotel, the Crescent Hotel and Spa? No, you just said, I, I don't think I'd want to do that. <laughs> Why is that a good oh, thanks, thing? buddy. That's like saying, uh, America's nastiest restaurant. <laughs> like, I don't want to stay at a hotel with ghosts there. I might like to go uh, just run through it full blast, but I don't want to spend the stay night the there. night yeah. in a haunted That's place. That's what the ticket should be for is a quick little ghost tour, then you go back to safety. I don't mess with ghouls. I don't either. And your son sure don't mess with ghouls. Yeah. Remember, <laughs> I've, tried, I've been trying to get him to watch uh, Five Nights at Freddy's on, I think it's on Peacock Network. It's for or kids, that, too. Yeah, it's somewhat for kids. And he is like, under no circumstances will I watch that movie. <laughs> Some kids, they just have their quirks. Other kids, I they said, can put up with it. I said, Mac, I'll give you 100 bucks. He was like, absolutely not. We'll not do it. So I would love to see him get anywhere near the Crescent Hotel and Spa. Please don't look. Daniel, you know how you get, like, a song stuck in your head? I think we've all done that. And then you're just doing anything. You're, like, doing laundry or you're driving the car and the song, like, it's playing in your head over and over, right? Yeah. It's 98.5 The Bull with Tig and Daniel. But I was thinking about, yeah, I think we've all gone through that. But I wonder if the singer of the song goes through that. Like, they get off stage at the BOK Center and they're, like, trying to go to bed in their hotel room and they just cannot stop hearing that song. I bet you're uh, right. I bet they just drive, drive crazy, crazy, right? Sure. Like, you know, they get up there and they're all excited. Like, this has got to kind of. And then these guys, like, go back to the hotel. Maybe it's if oh they've. Oh, my God. Sang i got to get that out of my head. They sang it so many times, maybe they've sang it out of their heads, if that you makes think sense. So? Sure, don't you think? Well, I'd hope so, because I'll get. I don't even sing, and I'll get a song in my head, and it's like all day long. Daniel used to do something really mean on the radio, actually. What did I do? Because I guess you call these earworms or something. They mm -hmm. stick with you. And Daniel would go and Google, like, the most annoying songs you've ever heard and play those actively on the radio. Just play a clip. Just enough to get it in your head. Yeah, so to mess with our listeners. But it's good. Yeah, what if that drives them crazy? What do you do when you're trying to get a song out of your head? Do you go listen to something else? How do, how do you do that? I haven't mastered that at all. I think if you listen to it a few times in a row, it'll it'll get it out of your head, don't no, you think? No, I think it adds to it. 
then you're really like ingrained. It's like taking over your brain or something. But. I would have thought it would scratch the itch if you if you continued to play it, oh. and then eventually you're like, okay, now I am satiated. I'm 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 satisfied. Huh. I wonder if even the new artists get tired of singing it. When it's with their new artist since their first hit, I imagine they don't. They're, they're ready to sing it a billion times if they have to to make it. All right. So, um, Daniel, you uh, promised today you will not play any songs on the radio that will drive people crazy. Like you used to do it on purpose. Now I've got to almost play one. <laughs> okay. Oh, my God. What is one you don't want to hear, Ty? I thought that um, you already had one. All right. Are you ready for this? Yeah. Oh, no. It's not a bad song. It's just... So sticky. If that song is stuck in my head later, Dana. That's all you're going to hear gonna all day beat. long, buddy. <laughs> Thanks <for> that. <laughs> Hopefully you hear the uh, bullfight coming up at 740, right, Daniel? That's right. We still have Midland tickets. Right here with Tig and Dano. Good morning, guys. 740. 98.5 The Bull Weather, provided by Community Care, your locally owned health plan. Dano, I've got some bad news, man. Well, I don't want to hear the bull. I don't want to hear no bad news. What? Well, I I think that you have to man up, Dano, and here's what Dano is pretty good at. Um, You're good at finding out information somehow. Mm -hmm. Like, a lot of times I'll come to work and he'll be like, hey, did you hear what so-and-so did? I said, no. I'm like the office TMZ. Am I not? You are. You're good at this stuff. And mm-hmm. we got an office problem today. Uh-oh. What is it? I, I can't believe I'm saying this, but uh, I'll say it. Um, during the commercial, I go uh, hit the restroom real quick, Dan, and look down in the urinal. We've got a we've got a gum goblin up here. Gum goblin? Yeah. And you I don't mean, know who it is. You're telling me somebody has spat gum into the urinal? Yeah, they're at the urinal, and they go, hmm, I'm done with my gum. Will I throw it in the trash can four feet from me, or will I just let it go into the urinal? And that's what they did. What a monster. For real, this is our place of work. I know. This is not a gas station. And this also, this ain't no place where they're, like, not not good to the employees. They're very good to us up here. It's a great company. But I'm wondering which one of these, and we, here's the scary part. We know the gum goblin. We just don't know which one of it. I would have to say it's a dude already. Yeah, you're right. We can X out the ladies. What type? What type of gum was it? It was a, a white piece of gum. So like, that's pretty that's, little, like a nothing. Not like a a big red, but like a tinier one. You okay, know, like listen, a orbits. That says to me, it's not bubble gum. So that's not a young person. That's a okay. that's that's See, an older why person, right? And it's small. White. Would you say like a stick of gum or like an Orbitz that freshens the More bread? More like the Orbitz, which is like less than a stick of gum. You know what I'm right, saying? So an Orbitz to me says somebody's looking out for their breath. It's not mm-hmm. one of the broadcasters because we have we can't speak with gum in our mouth. Mm-hmm. I'm leaning towards salesperson. <laughs> I mean, who else has got to be out there and uh, interact with the public? I don't know. You make a lot of good points. Somebody talking wouldn't have gum in their mouth. Did you retrieve the sample? No, I did not. You can well, go you, do you that. You need to go do that. And no, you're the investigator. Hmm. I've just called the crime line. But the problem with that, it might be somebody, like a visitor, somebody here picking up tickets hmm, but or something like that. Wait a second. It's not open to the public yet. 
Well, how do you know it wasn't placed there yesterday? That's a good point. I don't know. I, don't, I can't detect how old the uh, the gum is. Hmm. I think it's got to be a visitor. I don't think. Well, but who would come in here and do that? Like as a guest, even. I know. I don't, I don't know what to make of it, man. Putting gum in the urinal. Well, we'll get to the bottom and of now this. The cleaners have to deal with it. Do you know the uh, biggest mystery of my life being a uh, workplace investigator? What was it? It was a few years ago. And it was somebody's birthday. It was in uh, Greensboro, North Carolina. Somebody's birthday in the office. And we worked with about, what would you say was the staff there at that place? Uh, 70 to 80 people. About 75 people worked there. And one year for a birthday, they got this guy named Chris Fox a cheesecake. This is a true story. Absolute true story. And they put it in the refrigerator before they were going to present it to Chris Fox. Somebody comes in there, takes two fingers... And digs off a piece of the uh, cheesecake right out of the box. You like, can see the mold of the fingers, yeah. so we knew that wasn't a cut piece. Somebody just grabbed some and of their fingers. And just the malice behind that. And and I, to this day, Tug, I'm dying to know. That's the case that will have... always haunt me, the cake finger. <laughs> to go to your grave wondering about who would have done that. Who touched that cheesecake. <laughs> okay, well, Daniel, I know you're... You're a torn soul because that has not been something you've been able to figure out in your and life. And I wish you know? I wouldn't have thought about it just now because I've still, like, half that staff probably dead and things like that now. Well, like, now this is a long time ago. You have another muse. You can look at the gum goblin. The gum goblin is nothing like the cake finger. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, two different ball, ball leagues, right? Yeah. <laughs> Ty and Daniel on 98.5 The Bull. Cody Johnson on 98.5 The Bull. We're about two minutes away from the bullfight from Midland tickets, um, but we were talking about that at the office we have a problem, and uh, it's that I went to the restroom real quick, and uh, somebody took their gum out and threw it in the urinal. We've got a gum goblin at work. And then, Daniel, you were recalling about how one time a guy, we were having a party for him, like a birthday party. Somebody got him a cheesecake. We get the cheesecake out of the fridge for the party. Somebody has taken two fingers and eaten part of the cheesecake with their hand. Yeah, right. we can never find out who it was. And to this day, it haunts me. Hey, good morning. It's Tiger Dana. What up? Hey, you guys, you guys were talking about the cheesecake um, ordeal. Is this the cake finger? Um, no, but I work with a lady who bought a um, $5 like gourmet cookie and put it in the refrigerator at work for one of her kids to take home that night, and she forgot it. And somebody took the uh, cookie and took a bite out of it and put the cookie back in the box and put it back in the fridge. <laughs> we we, li- we live among a- these people somehow. Yes, exactly. And why would you say, if you're going to take a bite, just take the whole cookie. Because it's a monster. It's somebody that... The cookie, I, yeah. It's a psychopath. So it's probably the it same. It's probably the same person that took their fingers in the cheesecake that is in Bartlesville working at Phillips 66. Could be. Could be. You know, you so, think about, I see these, like, crime documentaries about serial killers and how they had these normal yeah. lives, and nobody knew that they were crazy. Mm-hmm. And we're living among yeah. people who take bites out of cookies, touch cheesecake yeah. in their fridge. Hey, if you'll let me come up there, yeah. I'll interrogate the entire staff. Perfect. Perfect. That'll work. It's probably the same person that steals little cactuses off our desk. It's so strange. but Somebody does anyway, that, too? Uh, I thought, yeah. So I thought I would tell you that it's not, I don't know what state you guys were in, but we have them here in Oklahoma also. <laughs> They're everywhere. They're among us. No, we're, also, we're, we're, here, we're here in Oklahoma, too. We're in Tulsa. Right, but I mean the che- she, when the, the cheesecake incident happened. she's talking about, oh. where that happened. Well, thank yeah. you for the call, okay? No problem. You have a great day.
All right, well, that's uh, the cheesecake case will haunt me for the rest of my life, Tig. But coming up, it's time now for the 985 The Bull Fight. Two contestants will face off against each other for Midland tickets. And today's quiz, names for crimes. I'm going to give you a crime. Uh, describe it. You must tell me the name of it. Like, what would the crime be for putting your fingers in a cheesecake That would be malice contempt. <laughs> okay. <laughs> or what would it be? Destruction of property? Could be. I don't know. What Their is fingers that? trespassed in the cake? I don't know. Trespassing charge? Maybe. We'll see how we do on this quiz. Uh, 918-879-9898. Caller 9, caller number 10 right now with Tig and Daniel. Good morning, Gus. Good morning, Gus. It's 98.5 The Bull. And our bull fight now, Daniel. we got two contestants on the line fighting over Midland tickets this morning. That's right. We have got Chassis and we've got Kim. Chassis, you say you work uh, at a hospice? Yes, so, via life, home, health, and hospice. Okay, so you could probably, you'd like to have a night out, blow off some steam, and then uh, taking on chassis would be Kim. How are you this morning, Kim? And you help people get wheelchairs that need them? Yes. Uh, is there a way that uh, Tig and I could help people if they needed uh, a little help? What can we do for them? You could give them Midland tickets. Okay, well, she wants to take this moment. Uh, forget about the people in wheelchairs. <laughs> Let's make sure Kim gets these tickets to see Midland. Uh, guys, I'm going to uh, describe a crime. You must name that crime. You, ha you guys understand? Yes. Yeah, yeah. All right, Chassie, we'll start with you. This is intentional homicide. Uh, murder. Murder is correct. Kim, this is illegal fire starting. Oh, God, my mind's gone blank. Oh, oh, arson. Arson is correct. Chassis. Mugging, for example. Theft. Mm, Tig, uh, I will let you kind of be the judge here because I don't really know the difference of these two. It would be robbery. But, I mean, I guess I've, I've seen theft. I think that's... So, Bell or X? Up to you. There you go. Look at that. Very generous by Tig this morning. Uh, Kim... Holding a person against their will. Kidnapping. Kidnapping is correct. We are tied up. Tied two to two. Chassis, this is hanging around too long. Trespassing? Mm, I don't think that's going to... No, it's loitering. Uh, loitering. Loitering. Kim, this is the act of betraying one's country. Treason. Treason is correct. Chassis. This should be easy for you. This is being where you're not supposed to be. Trespassing. That one is trespassing, yes. Kim. Illegal hunting. God, you would always you would, you would also do this with an egg. Help her out, Tug. Uh, that's poaching. Poaching. Yeah. Chassis. This is illegal importation. Illegal importation. I have no idea. <laughs> Help her out, Tug. What is it? Smuggling. Ah. Uh. Smuggling. Kim, you guys are tied up three to three. Get this one right. 
and you win. If you don't, we'll move on to a tie-breaking situation. This is lying in court. Perjury. Perjury is correct, and with that, Kim has defeated Ch Chassis in the 98.5 The Bull fight. You've got a decision to make now, Kim. Will you hold on to these Midland tickets, or you give them to Chassie, who works at the hospice? Chassie, why should Kim give you the tickets this morning? She shouldn't. She should take them and go have a good time. All right, well, you heard it there, uh, Kim. Uh, Chassie says you should keep them, but it's totally up to you. The choice is yours. I think I'll keep them. All right, well, there you go, Ty. She won them fair and square, Daniel, and if uh, you're jealous, no need to be. We got plenty of chances to win these Midland tickets. Uh, in fact, Daniel, we're back tomorrow at 7.40 again. Girl, 98.5 The Bull. Now it's Oklahoma's own Blake Shelton on 98.5 The Bull with Tig and Daniel. Right. 7.51 at 98.5 The Bull with Tig and Daniel. You got that AAA, Tig? No, I don't. Why do you not have that? I don't know. That's a good thing to get, but I get so confused with things because, um, like, supposedly my insurance also will come to my rescue if I need help. I, I don't know what it is. So I don't know. I don't wonder how AAA manages. It seems like the only thing they do is uh, put out an article every year that says, hey, a lot of people are going to be traveling over the holidays. No, I see them all the time. You know, they camp out a little bit at the quick trips here, and they wait for their calls. I guess, you know, like, they don't have an active call, so they'll they'll hang out. They'll get breakfast or whatever, and then you call them, and they go over there and help you out. I have AAA. I've not ever had to use AAA, mm -hmm. which I guess the tri AAA is the kind of thing you don't want to have to use. Yeah, but I think they provide like a great service because um, there's been times. You remember the other day I had two flat tires. Yeah. Now I've got one spare tire, guys, but I don't have two. I don't know if you guys carry around four spare tires, but I happen to not. And yeah, it was nice to have somebody come along and help me out with that because I don't know what I would have done. I like also the one thing about AAA, and I'm not trying to plug them, um, but say if me and you were on a road trip together and you caught a flat tire, need to be towed or something like that. Since I'm a AAA member, it goes with the person, not the car. Oh. So I could call and get us towed if I needed to. I one, see. That's pretty one cool. One thing to keep in mind. And also, you do get about 10% off hotels. Oh, <laughs> you do? So if you've got four or five rooms, it's going to pay for itself over the year. I don't know why I'm advertising for AAA right now. But they did. Um, they're in the news right now because they said this Thanksgiving holiday week is going to be the third yeah. busiest since 2001. Yeah. I guess the gas prices are a little more manageable and people are flying. I guess they finally missed their grandma or something. So everybody's going Yeah, breaking traveling. news. People will be traveling home for the holidays. Wow. But I like to know how busy. What do you mean? Like they know. Well, yeah, they can kind of predict. They're I guess they do They're just making surveys. this stuff up, man. No. They don't know what I'm doing <laughs> you, for Thanksgiving. You think they looked at How would they know if I didn't tell them? So on the one hand, you're saying AAA, you really like being a member. But then on the other hand, you say they're making stuff up well, about I the mean, holidays. Okay, tell me how they can say, all right, 55 million people are going to be driving this time. They don't know that. How would they know? Because they survey, and then you, you, think you they take survey? Those, a small sample, and you blow it up to a big yeah. thing, and you say, okay, so here's what the data shows. You think they surveyed 55 million no, people? No, I don't. I think they survey a small percent and then they go well if that many people out of the small percent are going here's how many people must be actually going they probably ask about 10 people and they just just throw out a number I, who's gonna <laughs> check it well why don't you go check it you got plenty I of time will. on your hands <laughs> go do your own stupid survey they say the third most since 2000 how would they know that that's what they said so hey you know what's gonna be funny daniel he's getting on here running his mouth about how like they're making this stuff up he's taking a 10-hour road trip during Thanksgiving, 
And when you're, instead of 10 hours, sitting there 12, 13, 14 hours, you're not going to feel like it's made up oh, anymore. Trust me, I don't do all that. I don't leave when all the rest of you do. I leave in the middle of the night like Batman. Oh, okay. You're Batman? Mm-hmm. Just like Batman. <laughs> Just like him. Tyg and Daniel on 98.5 The Bull. 98.5 The Bull, you got Tyg and Daniel. Hello, Daniel. You know, one of my hobbies, Tyg, is I walk to that Woodward Park and feed those squirrels all the time. The other day I went to CVS, or no, that Walgreens in Utica Square, and the pistachio nuts were on sale. So I bought some unsalted pistachio nuts. I bet those squirrels are in heaven. I bet they never get a pistachio nut. Did they, did they enjoy them? They did. Yeah. But I'm just thinking, if you're a squirrel, that's probably the one nut you never get because peanuts are cheaper, everything else mm-hmm. is cheaper. Unsalted pistachio, a rare delicacy for Yeah, it's them. like having a, a, a prime rib or something mm-hmm. for a second. That's 98.5 The Bull with Tig and Daniel. Hello, Daniel. A lot of people complain about the self-checkout line at uh, when you go to a grocery store or a drugstore. I prefer the self-checkout. What do you, what do you, what say you? I do too. Like I see, I get everybody's point on it. Like you know, we're we're doing the work or whatever it is. But um, I actually like the anonymity of it all. Mm-hmm. Like and also not having to really wait in line. There's more of those now. I went to the Reesers right by our house, and they used to have checkouts or self checkout, but now they've like bulldozed two more lanes and put more self checkouts. I know exactly the one you're talking about. There's about eight of those right there. Yeah, I, I think it's a lot easier, but that's just me. They got to collaborate the ones that uh, calibrate. Reesers, because it doesn't matter what you do, you got to have that lady come over and help you at some point. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like, if you scan that item and don't immediately put it in the bag, it shuts down, and they got to have that lady come over with that thing in her hand, like on Quantum Leap, and hit a bunch of buttons. Yeah, she's got that, like, weird remote control or whatever that thing is. Also, I will say that um, the, the angle of the video photography is not flattering on us. I mean, I'm like buying food and then I look at that and I go, I, I shouldn't buy food at all. I need to put some of this stuff back. <laughs> yeah, put this barbecue sauce back. Well, you're right. That is a unflattering self-checkout camera, especially yeah. the one at Reesers. Yeah, so, um, but I, I don't know. I mean, if you don't like it, that's cool, but I actually like going in there. Every Now and then you're having to buy something that you'd rather not a stranger know about. You know, like a rash cream or something like that, and I think it's pretty good. I'm not buying rash cream, but I did one day. I got a little taste for magic shell. You know what that stuff is? That's where you put it on ice cream and it hardens. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the and, chocolate. Yeah, and I went and shamefully, when I got there, got ice cream and the magic shell, and then I noticed that Reese's also has a magic shell. So I, I purchased both magic shells. Mm-hmm. I was a little ashamed of that. Yeah. <laughs> Grown <laughs> so man buying. Those. Yeah, I'm <laughs> sure if yeah, I had to go you didn't want a, that. To be something somebody saw. Right. And I'm sure if I went through one with a self-checkout, um, I'm sure they would have been like, oh, I bet the kids are going to love this. And then I have to be like, well, no, th- this is for me. The self-checkout has hurt my feelings, though. How so? If I go up there, like on, you know, college football day and I'm getting some uh, drinks or something, you know, it stops everything. If you scan like a drink, an alcoholic drink. Like beer, yeah. You can't scan anything until they approve you. And... um they don't even walk over anymore. They just look at me from, like, a mountaintop, mm-hmm. and they're like, oh, he's good. So they don't even ask for my ID. They just go, oh, yeah, that guy doesn't look too good. He's yeah, got to be 21 or over. It hurts me, too. They don't even they don't even have me turn around anymore. They just look at me and go, that's a dumpy senior. <laughs> Who's that old lady? <laughs> <laughs> it's 98.5 The Bull with Tig and Daniel. Hey, Daniel, you know what else? Uh, you know where? Here's another thing. Like, if you go to Snow's Furniture, they kind of let you go on your own, in a sense, right? It's Snow's Furniture, like, they don't follow you around and try to drag you to the bed that makes them the most money. Snow's Furniture lets you make, 
you know, it's kind of your store for a while. Of course, they're going to answer questions if you have them. They let you buy furniture. They don't try to sell you furniture, if that makes sense. That's right. And you go in there, and they can answer all your questions. And Snow's Furniture, locally owned, uh, just local folks down there since 1978 at Snow's Furniture. And they guarantee the lowest price in town. And then when you're ready to check out, they say, hey, how about that 0% interest for 12 months? So you could have new furniture in your house today. Because all the furniture's there. They can even deliver it to your house today. And then you're going to get the lowest price in town and 0% interest for 12 months. That could happen today if you wanted it to. Snow's Furniture is online in town and on Facebook. Well, AAA says if you're traveling this year, uh, be on the lookout. It's 98.5 The Bull. And did you see, uh, they say it's going to be the third biggest travel year since 2001. I guess the gas prices are a little bit more manageable. Uh, people flying, I guess people suddenly miss their family, and so more people are traveling. And so Thanksgiving week, it's going to be brutal. Daniel, you're going to be on the road. I'll be and, driving. And Daniel's like, well, how do they know it's going to be busy? Well, maybe they know more than you about things. I know that people are going to go home for the holidays. That's a given. But you can't tell me they know exactly how many people are going to be traveling home via car versus plane. That's their projection. So uh, watch out for that from the AAA. Also, speaking of traveling, a guy in Tulsa was traveling in a 65-mile-an-hour zone at 147 miles an hour. Tulsa police got him on a motorcycle, actually. they it's a What is this, a McLaren? McLaren, right, yeah. And um, it was going 147 miles an hour on our roads. It was 169 near 91st, and that's the speed of a 737 taking off. To give you some perspective, 147 miles an hour, you're traveling the length of a football field in about one second. That's how fast the guy was going. Or a lady. I don't know. That's also approximately how fast your dog runs when he has something in his mouth he's not yep, supposed to have and you true. confront him. <laughs> but I they got the guy off the road. He can't even go and pay the ticket online or anything. He has to go to court when you're going 147 miles an hour. I don't know an interstate smooth enough around here that would allow those types of speeds. Yeah, it does get bumpy out there. You're right about that. I mean, if I'm only driving the speed limit and I'm like, oh, my God, that mm -hmm. guy must have really been having some day. Also, Daniel's all been out of shape. I don't know why, but uh, he loves – he wants the blue whale to not be messed with in Katusa. You want it to stay kind of the same. I like that retro look that it has. I don't want them trying to uh, do too much out there. Well, I'm going to tell you this. They're not going to do anything with a whale. It's going to look the same. They may put a new coat of paint on it or whatever, mm -hmm. but it's the stuff around the whale, the Katusa uh, Park Board has approved a redevelopment plan for the park there. They want to have hiking trails. They want to have places you can actually stay out there overnight. they got a miniature golf course they're thinking about. So it's not going to change the blue whale, Daniel. It's just going to change what's around it. You mark my word. They're going to try to give that blue whale a facelift. They're going to put a cell phone in its fin. They're going to filter it, give it <laughs> lips, fillers. I don't like Botox. it. Lay, leave it the same. And what do you mean stay out there? You can stay out there. Like they would have... Units you could rent and you, stay out there. You ever been to the Grand Canyon? Mm -hmm. So you go to the Grand Canyon and uh, you you stop, you get out, you look at it. And you might look at it again. Mm -hmm. Then after about an hour, you're like, I don't know what else I could do here. But I've it's looked, fun I've to looked, stay in a place and you so, know go to a local restaurant or whatever it is. So we're just going to get up throughout the night and walk outside your hotel room and look at the little blue whale? Oh, like, I wouldn't oh, still mind there. that. Just a moment with the blue whale alone. Still there. Yeah. Well, don't do too much. I like that. I like the way it looks. I like the uh, roadside attraction feel. Don't do too much.
Okay, I'm sure they're listening to They you. better be listening. Did you see Monday Night Football last night? I guess it was a wild ending. Uh, Buffalo Bills were leading the Denver Broncos 22-21. to 21, 29 seconds remaining. Buffalo was penalized for pass interference, putting Denver in field goal range. So Here's right what- there, they could have won the game without a penalty, but they got a penalty, and now the Broncos uh, can kick it suddenly. And here's what happened next. 41-yard drive for the win. Lux, he missed it. Oh, he missed but it. But the flag is down. Oh, wait. 12 men on defense. Five-yard penalty. Oh, another wow. penalty. Still fourth down. And this will move the ball inside the 20, and it becomes a 36-yard game-winning field goal attempt by Will Lux. Good snap, good hold. Oh. And the Broncos have come to Buffalo, and they're going to leave with a win, 24-22. That's a, a tough way to lose a game, man. You're going to win, except you got two penalties, and now they can kick it. I bet it was a weird feeling in Buffalo last night because people up there seem to really love their football, especially NFL. They really, really oh, yeah, love it. It snows up there all the time. they they, they got to concentrate on something. So there will be fights. Could you imagine what it was like in Buffalo out Ooh, last night? Brutal. How about uh, how about this? I've got a clip here. Is this the worst Christmas song ever? It's kind of going viral these days. Uh, it's called An Old Fashioned Christmas, Daddy's Home. It was released in 1975 by a singer named Linda Bennett. Uh, let's give it a quick listen here. Because the bus takes each night is always right on time. It's going to be a very merry Christmas. We're sorry to interrupt this program, but a bulletin has just been handed me. There's been a serious accident involving the number five bus out of New Haven. The only information we have is that the bus skidded on a patch of ice and slammed into a tree. Stay tuned to this station for further details. Mommy, isn't that the bus? Oh, my Daddy God. Daddy rides each night. Put your mind at ease. My children, everything's I don't want to hear that. That's bad. Like, they're all excited because daddy's coming home, but then he gets in a bus crash? Yeah. That's that's the worst. That's pretty rough. I mean, grandma got run over by a reindeer. That's just nonsense. But that that that's like... Apparently, you know, grandma's okay to get ran over. Daddy, that's a little different. <laughs> that's a pretty brutal song. Was, who's going to, like, put that on and go, all right, let's listen to this? Oh, no. Pretty bad. It's 98.5 The Bull with Tig and Daniel. 7.40 tomorrow. Midland tickets are free. Hey, good morning. It's Tig and Daniel. What up? Yeah, this is about your self-checkout. Oh, yeah. We were talking about self-checkout earlier. Now, some people don't like it. Some people do like it. Well, here's the new system at Walmart is that they have people at the front door to check your receipt, right, to make sure you're not missing something. I see. But now then, when when you go through there, the machine asks you, do you want a receipt? Well, I, you know, why is it asking me? You got somebody up at the front checking receipts, but it asks me, do I want a receipt? Uh-huh. Yeah, I got to have it to get out. So that's where <laughs> that's I'm at. Point. It's in trap. Yeah, it's in trap. But yeah, I want a receipt. <laughs> They ask you if you'd like it to be uh, printed or emailed, Tug, so I know exactly what he's talking about. Yeah, yeah, so when I walk 20 steps or somewhere, they're wanting to see my receipt. Well, oh, oh, snafu. (laughs) When I go through the uh, Walmart neighborhood market, the grocery store, they don't ask to see it. Just the regular Walmart, I guess, right? 
go down well, they're standing there just let me see your receipt you don't have it yeah so steal as much well, as you I, want at the walmart neighborhood market but you better be on your p's and q's <laughs> at the regular walmart <laughs> yeah there you go uh, what, what y'all have a good day yeah uh, can i ask uh, like what happens if you don't have your receipt when you walk past that person do they just not believe that you paid for it or how, how does that work well yeah, well, you've got to go back and try to find it. I mean, I don't oh know how God. much harassment they would put you through, but this is a new system. And if you don't have your receipt, how do you prove purchase? Well, when I, I worked at a grocery store, they were scared to death to accuse anybody of shoplifting because there was a legal problem with it. Like, right. You, you so know, what so they do, yeah, they, they just ask to see your receipt. Now, I are see. they insinuating? What are they doing? You know, it's just a courtesy check, I guess, to make sure you got all your groceries when you left the register. Uh-huh. Maybe I'm looking at this <laughs> yeah, wrong. That's a courtesy check. That's right. <laughs> hey, man, I appreciate the call. Man. Yeah, have a great day. All right, Bye-bye. you too. It's 98.5 The Bull with Tig and Daniel. Good morning. The Tig and Daniel Podcast. Brought to you by Snow's Furniture.